0: Well, I can just taste that sweet potato casserole that's cooking in your kitchen as we speak. And what about that soon-to-be world-famous pecan pie that's just about to come out of the oven here at the North Quail Motel? I'm telling you, it's one of the tastiest times of the year, and I could care less what you're cooking I'm just tickled pink that you're cooking it with me because today we're going to find out all about the sun shining brightly on my old Kentucky home, State Park that is, as the mansion supervisor, Mr. Richard Blanton, will tell us all about it. And then, I know your hearts and minds are on the traditional Thanksgiving spread right now, but after the holiday's over, chances are you're going to want a pizza, and we've got the perfect place for you to snag one. Christy Osborne, the owner of Rock House on the River in beautiful downtown Henderson, Kentucky, will enlighten us on her family of pizza pleasers who have been satisfying hearty appetites for over two decades and they ain't about to stop now. It's the Thanksgiving week edition of Blabbing in the Bluegrass, so enjoy another spoonful of mac and cheese and another Sister Schubert dinner roll because it starts right now. with a fit for every taste, precious time is not to waste. From Taylorsville to Taylor Mill to Taylor County, we've got you covered on blabbing in the Bluegrass, exploration and celebration of all things Kentucky. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I'm Sam Moore coming at you from... Are happening headquarters here in gorgeous Henderson KY. And we're going to have a ball today kicking off the holiday season. I tell you, this time of year, it's always good to kind of step back and just reflect on the things that you're thankful for. And over the first month plus of this program, I've been beyond blessed to have such great guests volunteer their time and expertise To help make the show what it has been and what it will hopefully continue to be. And I can sure use y'all's help in those endeavors. So, suggestions for future guests, topics, possible directions for the program, anything else you got in mind, I'm all ears. It's bluegrassblabbing at gmail.com, B L U E G R A S S, B L A B B I N, at gmail.com. And we have breaking news. Just this week, we have established the all-new Blabbin' in the Bluegrass Facebook page. That's right. We now have a presence in the world of social media. All you gotta do is hit up Facebook, search Blabbin' in the Bluegrass. There you will find our page. And we encourage you to like and follow. You can catch each new episode that way, as well as interact with me via comments, messages, and so forth. And you can also read up on additional information and updates as they are presented. So we definitely encourage you to get engaged via our Blabbin' in the Bluegrass Facebook page as well. Now you history buffs are really gonna enjoy our chat with Richard Blanton, the mansion supervisor from my old Kentucky home state park. He's got to enlighten us on the park's rich tradition as well as the noteworthy features that you and your crew will definitely wanna take in, such as... The Stephen Foster Story, which is the Commonwealth's longest-running outdoor theatrical production. So we'll hear all about that, among other things, from Richard. And then if you're craving a pizza, we've got just the perfect place, Rock House on the River in historic downtown Henderson. Christy Osborne, the owner, is going to tell us all about her and her family's keys to success in satisfying hearty appetites since 1996. That is a pretty impressive track record right there. But first and foremost, we have yet another Bluegrass brainbuster. We try to do this every week. Of course, we will have your answer in the concluding segment of the show. But here now is this week's Bluegrass Brain Buster. Uh, you know, it goes without saying that uh, in Kentucky, when it comes to scenery, it pretty much covers the whole gamut. We've got the hills in the east and the corn belt in the west. So I want to know which counties in Kentucky contain the state's highest and lowest elevation point. Now, (laughs) it's pretty obvious. I will tell you that the highest point is in the east, the lowest point is in the west. I'll narrow it down for you that far, and I doubt that comes as a surprise to any of you. But here again, which counties in Kentucky contain the state's highest and lowest elevation points? You be thinking about that while you're gobble-gobbling, and we will have the answer at the conclusion of this week's show. Presenting Sam Moore's State Park Spotlights. In today's State Park Spotlight, we are featuring a timeless treasure in Nelson County that couldn't be more important to the history of this great state. Stephen Foster wrote about it. Of course, it is none other than my old Kentucky home state park. And here to fill us in on all its noteworthy attractions is the mansion supervisor extraordinaire himself, Mr. Richard Blanton. Hello,
1: Sam. It's nice to be with you and all the folks listening.
0: Well, we're glad to have you, Richard. Now, uh, how long have you been with my old Kentucky Home State Park? I've been here about six years,
1: and it's a lovely place to work, let me tell you.
0: Yeah, and you know what they say, if you uh, love what you do, you never work a day in your life.
1: Absolutely. I feel very lucky to be here.
0: So we're glad you're there and we're glad you're here. Now, uh, a historic farm and uh, a three-story mansion, which you supervise, uh, formerly owned by the Rowan family, provided the foundation for my old Kentucky home state park. So if you would, Richard, uh, why don't you tell us how this beloved property ultimately became the site of that precious park?
1: Absolutely. I'd be glad to. The home is uh, over 200 years old. It was completed in 1818. And the first owner was John Rowan Sr., a lawyer, judge, member of the United States House of Representatives, and a U.S. Senator. And uh, it went through three generations of his family until the final owner, Madge Rowan Frost, who married very late in life, had no heirs. And in 1922, she sold the home Uh, with most of the furnishings and 235 acres to the Commonwealth of Kentucky, and designed to be a a, a shrine to the family's distant cousin, Stephen Collins Foster, who had, of course, immortalized the the, uh, home in song. So Uh we've been a state park uh, since the 1930s, but we've been open to the public uh, as a state shrine even earlier than that. We opened on Stephen Foster's birthday, July 4th, 1923. So we're coming up on 100 years of uh, serving the public of Kentucky.
0: Yes, indeed. Almost there, 97 plus to be exact. Uh, Exactly. So nothing to sneeze at there. Now, uh, as you uh, briefly touched on in the... Our previous question there, the uh, scenery in what is now known as My Old Kentucky Home State Park inspired the lyrics to uh, Mm -hmm. Stephen Foster's My Old Kentucky Home, which, uh, of course, is the official state song. Now, uh, if you would, why don't you uh, expand a little more on Stephen Foster's connection to uh, the property and to the Rowan family who formerly owned it?
1: Absolutely. Stephen Foster was a distant cousin by marriage to the Rowans. Uh, Something like Stephen Foster's second cousin, once removed, married John Rowan's first cousin, twice removed. So, no blood connection. But uh, back in the 19th century, any sort of connections that you could uh, create through the uh, marriage were considered very, very important. And they did consider themselves to be cousins. And when someone wrote to Stephen Foster's brother in the uh, early part of the 20th century and asked if Stephen Foster had been a protege of John Rowan. He said, no, he was just an occasional visitor to Federal Hill, which is the name of the home and the estate. Right. But those visits certainly made an impact. And uh, the imagery uh, that he reflects in the song is drawn not only from from his visits here to Federal Hill, but also uh, draws from greatly from the Harriet Beecher Stowe novel, Uncle Tom's Cabin, oh. uh, that abolitionist song. And this, the lyrics sort of reflect the story uh, that uh, Harriet Beecher Stowe immortalized in that novel.
0: Oh, cool stuff. I never knew there was a connection between Uncle Tom's cabin and my old Kentucky home. So. <laughs> the, uh, the original uh, title of the song in
1: uh, Stephen Foster's hand in his notebooks was Poor Uncle Tom, Good Night. Uh, oh, okay.
0: It was probably
1: an editor who changed it to My Old Kentucky Home, Good Night. And the rest is history, as we say.
0: Gosh, that sounds like a good trivia question for me to use on uh, (laughs) a future Blabbit in the Bluegrass episode. We'll make it uh, quite a ways in the future, though, because people would remember it. (laughs) Absolutely. If if we used it uh, too recently. Now, um, as you just pointed out, the uh, three-story mansion formerly was called Federal Hill, Federal Hill, Federal Hill, Federal Hill. (laughs) by uh, the original owner, Judge uh, John Rowan. And of course, uh, guided tours allow visitors to explore this treasured tradition firsthand. And uh, if you would, I know you conduct a number of those tours yourself. So uh, talk a little bit about the noteworthy features of this historic home and give us an overview of the tour experience.
1: Federal Hill is a beautiful over 200-year-old home uh, built in the federal style of architecture and is curated to the middle part of the 19th century. Think uh, 1840 to 1860. And approximately 75% of the furnishings inside are original to the family. This is uh, quite unusual in historic houses. Usually you'll find things, uh, houses like that filled with reproductions, but we're very fortunate to have Uh, Many, many family items and curated to the time period when Stephen Foster would have uh, made his visits. You'll get a tour from a knowledgeable guide who is in period dress and sort of the icing on the cake. They actually sing My Old Kentucky Home to You as part of your tour.
0: How about that?
1: We give a variety of tours throughout the year. Uh, We're just in the middle of uh, decorating for Christmas as we are recording this. Uh, We do our Christmas tour from uh, mid-November through the first week in January. We decorate the home for Easter in the spring. We also give a Kentucky Derby themed tour for uh, half of April, most of May. And September, we do a tour that focuses on the Civil War and the effects that that had on the Rowan family and on Bardstown in Nelson County. And uh, we just got done doing uh, our October tour uh, called Weep No More, which features Victorian mourning customs. These are all uh, very unique tours, that uh, give a different experience for guests who want to come back and see different aspects of life in the 19th century.
0: Well, that's neat. So depending on when you come, the inspirations for the tour may be different. Exactly. It's all, uh, it's all seasonal. And these tours last uh, about an hour, correct? About 45 minutes or so. Yes. I gotcha. Well, cool stuff. About, uh, about how many guides do you have there on staff, Richard? We usually have around
1: six to eight during the peak season, and that trails off a bit in the winter, uh, as we reduce our hours from um, mid July. Sorry, from mid January through mid March, we go down to five days a week. Uh, we'll be closed on Mondays and Tuesdays, but the rest of the year, we are open seven days a week. Uh, we close for Thanksgiving. Uh, Christmas, Christmas Eve, and for New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. But other than that, you can usually find us open.
0: Awesome, well uh, about how far in advance do you recommend people try to book these tours?
1: Currently we have reduced capacity because of covid we are limiting our tours to 13 people per tour and uh, on weekends those can book up pretty quickly so we invite our guests to book in advance uh using our website which is visitmyoldkyhome.com and they can make their reservations there
0: cool stuff well good to know and uh (laughs) nice to thank ahead for uh future tour plans that you may have with my old Kentucky home state park. Now uh, it is no wonder Richard that so many couples have chosen to tie the knot at my old Kentucky home state park with a number of unique and attractive venues equipped to accommodate groups of various sizes. So if you would uh, just give us a synopsis of these venue options and describe what makes them such fabulous wedding facilities.
1: Well, of course, any wedding here at my old Kentucky home is going to be memorable and gorgeous. We have a, a lovely rotunda, uh, a, a dome-covered uh, pavilion on our grounds, which is probably the most popular of our wedding venues, but we also have had weddings in our gardens, Uh for a beautiful sort of outdoorsy feel. We have the veranda of our visitor center with the colonnade, which is absolutely gorgeous. And of course, we have our indoor ballroom as well for inclement weather. So we have uh, various spaces, uh, including a carriage house, by the way, for uh, smaller weddings. Hmm. So that we can cater to just about every size.
0: Awesome. Indoor, outdoor, the the flexibility is just endless. So for you, uh, you know, future brides to be, please consider my old Kentucky Home State Park. Now, um, the park's marvelous gift shop has a number of unique offerings. We'll get to the food here momentarily. But before that, Richard, why don't you uh, give us an overview of the types of things that we can expect to see and perhaps buy in the gift shop?
1: One of our most popular items, particularly for uh, visitors from the western part of Kentucky, are our uh, line of candles. We've got a, a good range of, of candles, but one of our most popular scents has been uh, a tobacco barn uh, scented oh. candle. So <laughs> anyone who remembers the the wonderful fragrant aroma of tobacco curing, in the summer, the beautiful scent that wafts out on the breeze if you're anywhere near a tobacco barn. That is one of our most popular scents. We have that in candles and also melts, uh, but several other candles as well.
0: Cool stuff. My dad would have appreciated the uh, tobacco barn candle. He grew up stripping tobacco. I did not. But uh, I, could still, <laughs> I could still enjoy it and uh, appreciate it, Mike, to give me a little more respect for <laughs> what uh, Dad did when he was growing up on the farm many moons ago. Now, uh, in addition, they can also, uh, visitors can chow down while they're at the gift shop. So uh, why don't you give us an overview on some of the notable popular food options that they can taste?
1: Some of the most popular items are our own branded honey and Henry Bain sauce. Mm. Uh, We've got a a wide variety of other Kentucky made food products as well, including uh, bourbon chocolates and a Kentucky marble cake, bourbon barrel marble cake, which comes in three different sizes. Uh, It can be shipped frozen uh, and makes a perfect holiday treat.
0: That, that just sounds delicious. Now, what do what you call that sauce, Henry? Uh, Henry Bain sauce. Henry it's Bain a, sauce.
1: sort of a Louisville uh, tradition, but it goes well with all sorts of items.
0: Okay. Is it sort of like a hot sauce? Or? No,
1: it's not a hot sauce. It's more of a sort of A1 type of uh, a steak and meat
0: sauce. Oh, gotcha. I can, see, <laughs> I can see that going well with just about anything. So you'll definitely have to stock up on that while you're at the gift shop. Now, no summer trip to the park would be complete without taking in Kentucky's longest running outdoor drama, the Stephen Foster story. Now, Richard, for those who have never experienced this timeless treasure, give us an idea of what we can expect to see and hear as part of this magical musical.
1: Well, we are certainly looking forward to summer of twenty twenty one when the Stephen Foster story is planning on returning. Right. It runs mid-June through mid-August and features over fifty of Steven's most famous compositions, including Oh Susanna, Beautiful Dreamer, Campdown Races, Hard Times Come Again No More, I Dream of Genie with the Light Brown Hair, and of course our state song, My Old Kentucky Home. It features a a year in the life of Stephen Collins Foster, America's first great songwriter, and his struggles to sort of be a trailblazer in creating uh, a profession that had not existed before he uh, invented it, pretty much.
0: Yeah, that's that's so neat, and uh, a lot of history to be cherished and taken in. As part of that show. So uh, we'll be looking forward to that in the summer of 2021. Now, before we uh, finish up here, Richard, in 30 seconds or less, why don't you give us your best sales pitch for my old Kentucky home state park as the perfect getaway destination for individuals, friends, and families.
1: Go. Yep. In 30 seconds or less, I don't know if I can keep it under that. We have so much (laughs) to do, but we have a wonderful tour of the historic mansion. We've got a beautiful 18-hole golf course and fully equipped pro shop for all your golfing needs. Mid-March, our campground will reopen uh, from the winter, and we've got 39 uh, sites there, as well as primitive camping. We've got several indoor and outdoor venues for weddings, meetings, and events, and of course, the Stephen Foster story during the summer. All of this will make a memorable trip to Bardstown into my old Kentucky home state park where we can greet you with a wonderful welcome home
0: (laughs) yes indeed literally it's uh, plenty to take in and you won't be disappointed Uh, visit the website find out more information I will steer you to the website in the show notes and tell Richard hello I'm sure you'll sign their autograph relatively cheap won't you Richard Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a little more expensive in the next few years. We'll see. But anyway, we sure appreciate your time and uh, we'll do it again sometime, sir. Thank you, Sam. It's been a pleasure. Well, likewise, you take care. You as well. I mean to tell you, that place screams history and it's worth multiple trips down there to uh, experience the home from different perspectives. Just think you can take in the Easter tour, the Derby tour, The Christmas tour, and uh, you may think you've seen it all, but chances are you haven't. It's just such an educational and fun filled experience for the entire family, and you can top it all off with a visit to the Stephen Foster story when it hopefully returns next summer. But you don't have to wait that long to take in the gift shop, collect some candles, get you a piece of cake, and of course, tour the mighty mansion with a knowledgeable and experienced tour guide like mr richard blanton himself and uh, you can find them on social media it's uh, at my old kentucky home on facebook and on instagram you can check them out at visit my old ky home and as previously mentioned i will indeed link you to their website in my show notes as well so guys and gals are you hungry for some pizza Can you taste those one-of-a-kind strombolis? What about some world-class wings? And how about finishing everything off with a sweet and savory dessert pizza? Talk about your all-in-one. I don't care where you are in relation to Henderson. It is worth your time and effort to pay a visit to Western Kentucky's legendary Rock House on the River where you can take advantage of all of these as well as plenty more. So uh, here to fill us in on these specialties and everything else that makes Rock House the best of the best, it's the master of mealtime herself, Miss Christy Osborne. It's Sam Moore's Dining Delight Spotlights. In today's Dining Delight Spotlight, we are featuring a proud pizza parlor, which runs in a family who has been perfecting their craft for 20-plus uh, years. They're still grow- going strong. It would um, be their honor to serve you. And uh, who better to fill us in on the details of this um, two-decade-plus-long uh, tradition than the uh, rightful owner herself, Miss Christy Osborne. <laughs>
2: Thank you, Sam.
0: Christy, it is only fitting that we have you on Blabbing in the Bluegrass since you've got this Blabbing thing down to a science.
2: I definitely do have Blabbing
0: down. I I can pick on Christy. She and I are friends. We actually host uh, trivia together at Rock House, which we'll uh, dive into a little more here shortly. But uh, anyway, it's a a great place to dine, and even though uh, dining indoors is uh, not an option right now, they are still cranking them out via the drive through and We encourage you to uh, get your pizza fixed that way but anyway um, although the uh, the restaurant 's uh, newest location, Christy, is only a few years old, Hendersonians have heard the name Rock House for over two decades. So uh, why don't you give us an overview of the history of Rock House and tell us how it has grown and evolved into the proud Henderson institution that it is today.
2: Absolutely. Well, my dad had a business partner um, back in 1996. Um, they opened Rock House Pizza. Um, it was just a drive through only um, restaurant that you could only uh, carry out or drive through. And, um, you know, with all the industrial plants that were coming to Roberts, um, there wasn't a whole lot of dining options between Seabree and Roberts, Kentucky. So, um, he decided, uh, to open up and, and in the beginning, we only did pizza and stromboli. Uh, we had a deck oven, um, which was, it was very difficult to, to, uh, you know, maneuver those, that oven at the time. Sure. Um, I was a little bit on the younger side when, uh, we opened, so I didn't work there much. Uh, but, um, by 1998, a couple years in, that was my full-time gig for a while. So <laughs>
0: I know how old you but, are, but I won't say,
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. But you know, what's funny is that, you know, uh, not really funny, but, uh, one of the women who started Rock House Pizza, well, actually two of the women who helped us start Rock House Pizza in Roberts, Kentucky are still employed there today.
0: See, so talk about uh, long-term steady employees. That's- uh, Absolutely. <laughs> something to be proud of for sure. Now, um, when did Rock House on the River open?
2: Um, well, we actually opened in 2018 at the River location. Um right. Uh, in two thousand and thirteen uh, we opened our first well not my our first Henderson location It was actually our second henderson location right. um, it uh, at the old wolf's tavern it was felt like a great uh location. it was right off of green street which had a, was a good traffic area. Um, It was kind of already set up with a drive-through area, which was nice, and um, so we operated there uh, for five years, Um, but we didn't own that building, and we found it really difficult um, to operate in the building that we uh, didn't own um, and were able to update, so uh, when we started, we kind of looked at downtown, because we kind of fell in love with downtown Henderson when we were at the Wolf's location, and when we started looking at downtown properties, um, the building uh, right on the river was an old Kentucky unemployment office, Uh and um, they, so we, my dad came and looked at it, and we were actually out of town when they were doing the showing, and he said, I I think this would be a perfect location to make make a rock house, Um, so we in a sealed bid and we were very blessed to be able to get it i think um the path was just laid for us out just right to where it really worked out and we started basically almost the full year construction process of turning what was an old unemployment office into um, a restaurant and bar and we were able to open september 24th of 2018 and and couldn't be happier
0: See, two-plus years and still kicking. And being right on the river um, definitely has its perks. During the summertime, um, I know you folks deliver to the boat dock.
2: Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of boaters out and about. And so if they can call in on uh, Saturday and Sunday, and we'll run run their food down to the boat dock for them.
0: Sure, that's something to look forward to in 2021. That's uh, That's every hour on the hour, right?
2: Yes. Yes, sir.
0: Right, between 9 and... Four. uh
2: actually between 11, 11 and seven
0: oh, okay uh, yeah yeah <laughs> there's no breakfast pizza you wouldn't be open at nine but uh anyway yeah no uh,
2: No, no breakfast pizza yet, but who knows what the future holds, so.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, we just won't do it after dark. Right,
0: (laughs) that makes sense, but who knows? Keep a watchful eye out on the Rock House menu. Breakfast pizza may be coming soon. Now, uh, absolutely, you've you've been involved, Christy, with uh, Rock House ownership since uh, 2013, so I was just wondering, what aspects of your ownership role have you found most rewarding over the past seven years?
2: Honestly, um, it's the people, the people that we have come in contact with over the last, you know, eight years or seven years. Um, It's just, it's been really, um, we're just so glad to be in Henderson in our hometown where both David and I were raised. And um, the, the people that we have, employed um you know even vendor relationships and things like that um the other restaurant owners in downtown henderson we've become really close with just kind of bouncing ideas off of um so it's been really nice to have i feel like being a a restaurant owner in downtown Henderson, Kentucky, um, is such an honor because of the the relationships that we are able to form in our in our small town. Uh, you know, we we like to we like to be involved uh, in community support by sponsoring different things, um, donating food in different aspects that we can. Um, it's a lot harder right now in 2020 to do that. But, you know, as we've grown, we've always tried to give back to our community. Um, but sure. really, just the other restaurant owners that we get to ha- have these relationships with and bounce ideas off of and uh, try to talk about what can we all do to make Henderson a destination that people want to come visit.
0: Yeah, the, uh, the downtown Henderson local business owners are a little... Fraternity, if you will, I've noticed.
2: Absolutely.
0: (laughs) They all kind of work together and support each other, and you just don't find that everywhere. So, yeah, that's definitely a perk of uh, living where we do. Now, um, Christy, for a town the size of Henderson, I am constantly amazed by the large number of pizza places serving the community. Everywhere you turn, everywhere you look, you see a pizza joint. So, With numerous pizza options available within a small radius, tell me what in your mind makes Rock House the cream of the crop?
2: Well, I'm going to go back to our people. I think the people who uh, we're able to employ that make our food, that serve our customers, are just outstanding. Um, We work really hard to get a great group of people. Um, But honestly, I, I mean, we've been doing this for a really long time. You know, since 1996, we've been able to really try to perfect our craft. Um, you know, we work on consistency between the locations on making sure that whether you have a pizza or Stromboli from Roberts to Henderson, that we're doing the best we can to make that exactly the same. Um, we also use very quality ingredients. We're not using the correct, uh, the cheap stuff. We're using very um, good meats and fantastic cheeses, and we've been using um, those ingredients since we've been open. We've never, you know, tried to cut those costs with um, just things that just aren't the best, you know. Um, So I'm really, I really think between the people and the quality of uh, our ingredients, that's really kind of what our, um, what I think keeps people coming back.
0: Sure. And uh, you do have a good staff. uh, Despite Rhonda Smith being there, you do have a good staff.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'll let her know you gave her a shout
0: out. Rhonda's Rhonda's good people. She's
2: uh,
0: one of my favorite uh, waitresses over there, so I can pick on her too. Now, um, it is worth mentioning.
2: And a lot of our regulars, yeah.
0: I'm sorry. Go ahead, Christy.
2: I was just gonna say a lot of our regulars, they know they know our staff. They know them by name. You know, it's it's kind of like a little cheers in a way of when people come in. Sometimes they, they you know want who to go where everybody <laughs> knows your name.
0: <laughs> yeah, that
2: <laughs> I'm exactly. <telling> you,
0: <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of people come in and they ask for these waitresses and their sections, don't they?
2: Yes, they do. They do. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> They've yeah. really built they've really built their own business inside the business, which right. is great.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. That's, that's uh, definitely a, a worthy goal for any waitress. Now, uh, Christy, it's worth mentioning. I know you don't like to brag on yourself, but we're going to brag on you that uh, earlier this year, Rockhouse earned <laughs> a second place ranking for pizza in the Commonwealth by Kentucky living magazine. So Talk a little bit, don't be modest, talk a little bit about this achievement and tell (laughs) us how Rockhouse earned this honorable mention.
2: Well, honestly, I was uh, very surprised to, to get this honor uh, and just to, you know Kentucky's a very big state there's lots of large cities and again like you said even in Henderson look how many local pizza places there are so and um, we actually won the third place award um, back in uh, 2019 and then in 2020 won the second place award so I'm really hoping um, next year but anytime I get the option to you know shout from the rooftops about how awesome Rock House is I try to and I think um, again, the community support that we've gotten is just been outstanding. Um, I feel like our tourism does a fantastic job, um, of, of promoting, um, what Henderson has to offer and, and also our downtown Henderson partnership. Um, we have some fantastic organizations in downtown that really get the word out there about what all Henderson has to offer, sure. um, downtown Henderson and and that includes us which is very humbling um but very exciting at the same time you know to have such an honor um outside of the covid season uh, when we did win in 2019 um the third place award they actually invite you to uh, the Kentucky State Fair and have like a little ceremony um and it was so it was so humbling to be in uh company with so many um other places in Kentucky that have won these awards but also so many places in Henderson um you know Metzger's won best burger um and I'm probably not going to get all of them right but JMB uh, was in the category for best barbecue, um, you know, the handy fest for the, uh, the events that they have, um, Audubon park was named in there. hometown roots was named in there. So these, uh, these things that Henderson has to offer, um, it's just amazing to be in com- in the company with them and also just have a community that uh, continues to come out and support us.
0: We're just in a hotbed of, of good restaurants, aren't we?
2: We're kind of the hidden gem, so I'm hoping we can tell everybody about it.
0: <laughs> That's what we're all about. Now, you mentioned shouting from the rooftop about Rock House. Now, the next time I'm on the Riverwalk, Christy, and I know that, you know, the weather's getting colder, and I probably won't get too many uh, more chances to do it before spring. But the next time I'm on the Riverwalk, I'm going to expect to hear you shouting about Rock House on the that roof. That sounds
2: good. I'll work on it. And I if will. you're not,
0: we're going to let you hear about it.
2: I will work on it.
0: <laughs> don't shout from the ground you'd be shouting on the roof man. <laughs> that
2: sounds good
0: now of course um there we rock-
2: go.
0: <laughs> of course rock house allows you to uh, build your own pizza with an assortment of terrific toppings available so um tell us though christy about the most popular pizzas which seem to be fan favorites
2: Absolutely. Um, I'm going to start with our deluxe pizza. It it is just a fantastic pizza. It has five of our meats and all of our vegetables on it. Um, We only put jalapeno on it if you know or pineapple if they request it but um, I mean it's just got so much flavor. Um, It's you know with all those toppings and and it's a very I mean when you hold the box of that pizza it's heavy because it's got so much on it um so we don't we definitely don't skimp on that but then some of the new favorites that we've really had um at the buffalo chicken pizza which i love 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 to add bacon and onion to that it's so good um and all of our sauce, you know, our hot sauce and our mild sauce are made in-house, so I think a, a lot of people have liked that and kind of grabbed onto it. Um, our chicken bacon ranch is also like a very big seller. Um, it's kind of a hot uh, top, um, those toppings together, kind of oh, a, sure. a good a good mix, but um, you know, we, we kind of have, you know, what the normal restaurants have as, you know, your deluxe and your all-meat, all, excuse me, all-meat pizzas and things like that, but and um, definitely our Strombolis, um, I think, are what set us apart from most uh, other pizzerias.
0: Well, that leads us right into our next item of uh, discussion here, Christy. When many people think of Rock House, they think of the often imitated but never duplicated Stromboli. So why don't you fill us in on the options customers can choose from in the Stromboli department?
2: Absolutely. Um, Definitely our top seller is our regular Stromboli. Um, It has uh, what I call a little bit of meat and a little bit of cheeses, which makes a perfect Stromboli. It's got pepperoni, sausage, green pepper, onion, and mushroom. So uh, that's our regular Stromboli, and that's what we probably sell the most of.
1: Mm.
2: Um, But when people see our Stromboli, they think it's similar to... um, A calzone, because it is made with dough. Um, But the difference between a calzone and a stromboli is that a calzone um, has like a ricotta type cheese in it, whereas the stromboli has like uh, our stromboli has the mozzarella provolone um, cheese in it. So um, that's a little bit of the difference in it. And a lot of people in our area, I guess, because Indiana, you know, we're so close to Evansville, Indiana. When they think Stromboli, they think on a hoagie. They think on like a sub bread. Right. Um, but ours is actually made with our um, dough that we make in house, our sauce that we make in house. And like I said, those quality ingredients. Um, it's filled and braided on top. It's 12 inches and we don't, everyone says, do you sell half sizes we don't because um you know it's always been a 12 inch and we feel like um it's a great size for people to if they have leftovers to take home with them sure um and really being priced under ten dollars per stromboli um the very economical buy for what you get to
0: oh yeah you get a lot of bang for your buck um my personal favorite is the Chicken Absolutely. Bacon Ranch Stromboli and uh, Add Jalapenos. That's my go-to.
2: Yeah, but, there you go. You like a little spice in your life.
0: I do, and sometimes that comes back to bite me, but it is, uh, it is definitely a guilty pleasure. <laughs> now, uh, <laughs> some would say, Christy, that a pizza <laughs> joint isn't truly a pizza joint without Wings. So, why don't you enlighten us on your varieties of wings available to complement your pizza?
2: Absolutely. So, um, with our, but we have bone in and boneless wings. Our bone in wings we offer in mild, hot, and seasoned. Um, the seasoned is one of my favorites. It's just a seasoned breading, it's kind of just like a chicken wing. Um, it's not sauced, it's got a little kick to it, but not so much that you can't handle it. Um, and then we have our sauces, like I said, that we make in-house are mild and hot. And and hot hot. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, the hot's no joke. Because they said, yeah, that, and, and they said, it's too hot. And I said, well, it's in the name. It's a hot wing, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, but we make all that sauce in-house. And um, so it's a sauce wing, but they're a very meaty wing. Um, it's not something that you're not going to get full off of. Um, they're... They're very good-sized wings, and um, and our boneless wings. Uh, I mean, the mild boneless wings are a huge seller as well. Um, if you don't really like those traditional flat and, and drumette wings,
0: right? Yeah, I, t- I can vouch for that. They are meaty wings. I can uh, usually eat twelve, or if I'm really hungry, eighteen, and uh, that's that makes me as far as I'm concerned. So, uh, anyhow, and I'm a Absolutely. big eater, so that's saying something. So uh, one Rock House specialty, uh, Christy, that may often be overlooked because people fail to save room is the delightful and delectable dessert pizza. My mouth is watering just sitting here talking about it. So uh, (laughs) give us an overview of your sweet and savory dessert pizzas.
2: Absolutely. Um, We make our icing so uh, that the topping of it is just fantastic. Um, but we use, you know, like our homemade dough, uh, they are normally sold in a medium size, which is a 12 inch pizza. And we have a cinnamon sugar pizza, um, that is topped with our homemade icing. And then our apple dessert pizza, um, which also is, uh, served with our homemade icing. So, um, and then once that comes fresh out of the oven, when you put that Icing on it and it melts just a little, it is perfect. But we also have, um, you know, our cinnamon sticks, which for people who um, don't really uh, want the, the pizza type option, you know, something easier, we have cinnamon sticks for them to eat. So, sure. all very good uh, endings to if you're not already too full after eating that stromboli.
0: <laughs> and, you know, honestly, if you don't have room for a dessert pizza or a cinnamon stick, you will make room once they appear in front of you, because they just sort of slide down <laughs> effortlessly. Yes.
2: You know, we're also really excited to bring out some limited time offers. Um, we're thinking about uh, collaborating with another local um, business. Uh, so stay tuned for maybe uh, another collaboration in, in the in the works. But we have done limited time uh, offers with the um, uh, Grippo's and bologna pizza, smoked bologna, um, and that was a big hit, so we might be bringing that back sometime.
0: Well, that's uh, that sounds great. Speaking of um, limited time seasonal options, I remember during the pandemic, y'all had a uh, taco pizza.
2: Yes, yes, that, you know, that was one of the um, staples of in Roberts that we had a long time ago was our taco pizza, and it was a very, very big uh, hit.
0: See, so we need we need a turkey and gravy pizza for Thanksgiving. No, not
2: really. Oh, I don't know. You know, we have thought about a Reuben pizza when we were
0: at Wolf. <laughs> that was such a big hit. A Reuben pizza. There you go. I, I might go for that. That's something I would uh, be willing to try at least once. But, <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, anyway, and uh, we touched on trivia a little bit ago. And, uh, well, obviously with the COVID closing down the uh, indoor dining right now, that's uh, not happening for the time being but when things reopen which um, they will it's just a matter of time Christy and I will be back to hosting trivia every Monday night well I we do three times a month the uh, soon-to-be world famous Kenny Comer does once a month so uh, absolutely between us and Kenny we get all the Mondays covered and we have a lot of fun don't we Christy
2: we have a very good time. i don 't know if we're the only ones that have a good time, but people keep keep coming out so I think uh, we're pretty entertaining to the rest of the folks as well
0: that's a good sign yeah <laughs> yeah, I keep uh, racking my brain to come up with uh, different categories of questions and uh you know some some are more popular than others, but luckily, i haven't scared away too many people yet so
2: <laughs> well that's a really hard job those questions.
0: Well, I enjoy it. It's a it's a good challenge. And, um, you know, I always um, I always enjoy stumping you, Christy, more so than stumping yeah. the other people.
2: <laughs> of course, you're not
0: eligible to win. so uh,
2: Exactly. We're all winners, yeah. though, Sam.
0: We're all winners. Yes, indeed. For <laughs> doing our part to keep trivia afloat, we are winners. So y'all coming out. It's every Monday night at uh, 7 o'clock once things resume. And first place gets a $30 Rock House gift card. Second place gets a $15 Rock House gift card. And, um, you know, I keep trying to tell her that we need a 30 cent gift card for the third place team, but that, uh, <laughs> that has yet to fly with Christy. So we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll keep working <laughs> we'll on
2: there.
0: it. Yeah. Sooner or later, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll convince her to do it. Well, it has been a, A great time today, Christy. I've had a blast uh, talking with you. Now, before we wrap this puppy up in 30 seconds or less, I would like for you to give us your best sales pitch for rock house on the river as a must stop for both locals and Henderson visitors. Go.
2: Absolutely. Well, rock house has been family owned and operated for 26 years. Um, our Roberts, Kentucky location, um, and, Uh, almost eight years in our Henderson location. Um, So we have some fantastic people that would love to serve you whenever we're able to open back up. But even if you're just passing through, we do have very convenient drive-throughs at both locations for pickup. We give you quality food with fantastic service. Um, Our Strombolis are definitely um, world famous, like I say, um, but but really, it's it's about you know supporting local businesses and supporting the people um, that work very hard to you know contribute to our community. So we're just we're just so happy to serve Henderson um, with those two locations. We look forward to um, having some fantastic events in downtown Henderson. Um, hopefully, the Handy Fest will be back in June of next year and. And you can see us down here. We will uh, have a really nice outdoor seating patio coming this spring.
0: Yeah, we've been noticing that uh, has been in the works of late. So it'll be uh, it'll be good to have Handy Fest, and hopefully we'll have uh, ideal weather for it in uh, 2021. Because Rock House always hosts some uh, really great bands during Handy Fest. So <laughs>
2: absolutely, we do. We'd love to have that.
0: That'll that'll be a lot of fun, and we'll look forward to that next summer. And I tell you that all that, and plus the the smiles at Rock House will make you smile, guaranteed.
2: <laughs> I can you. tell I you. I agree.
0: I mean, what what is it that you even say on your website? Our friendliness is unsurpassed. So it is. <laughs> There's a lot to be said for that. <laughs> that that uh, website, by the way, is RockHouseOnTheRiver.com. You can also check them out at uh, Rock House on the River on Facebook, and uh, follow them there. They are at uh, 212 North Water Street, and 212-1400 uh, is the number if you'd like uh, additional information or to place an order for uh, carryouts. And, of course, the drive through is still rocking and rolling. You, you even mentioned that, how easy it is. Mom was commenting the other day because we've, uh, we've uh, you know, picked up food and pizzas from a lot of other places that uh, – you know, they may offer carry out, but you got to go in. And the, a lot of times it's a real small crowded area and it's not real easy or convenient. So that drive through is easy, squeezy. So.
2: Absolutely. Well, we appreciate the business, Sam Moore.
0: Well, I'm glad to, I'm glad to talk to you and I hope to be seeing you
2: for trivia again real soon. Real soon. Cool beans. Christy, you rock. So do you, Sam. Thank you for your time today.
0: And if you are in the Hoppen Henderson suburb of Roberts, Kentucky, you can check them out at 14274 U.S. Highway 41. That would be the original Rock House location. But regardless of which one you choose or when you choose it, you will always get a consistent quality product with friendly faces and superior service to back it up. So go pay him a visit. You will not be disappointed. I will definitely steer you to the website In my show notes, because gang, after the Thanksgiving holiday is done and gone, there will come a time when turkey and dressing will not sound good anymore. And you'll be sick and tired of all those leftovers and looking for an excuse to switch things up a bit. (laughs) You'll be in need of a a change of pace. And that's where Rock House comes to the rescue. They are chopping at the bit to serve you and your friends and family, and they would love nothing more than to see you real soon and we also want to extend our thank you to richard blanton from my old kentucky home state park we sure learned a lot about that landmark from him today and all the uh many features that are found within the park worthy of our time and attention now before we uh, conclude the thanksgiving week edition of blabbing in the bluegrass we have the highly anticipated answer to this week's Bluegrass brainbuster from earlier in the show. Now let's recap. Today's question. Uh, when it comes to scenery in the state of Kentucky, you know, we pretty much cover the whole gamut. We've got the hills in the east, and we've got the Corn Belt in the west. So my question was, which counties in Kentucky contain the state's highest and lowest elevation points? Now, I gave... I gave you the hint that the highest point was in the east and the lowest point was in the west, but I don't think uh, it's rocket science to figure that out. So anyway, your answer, the state's highest point is in Harlan County, atop Black Mountain near the community of Lynch, and that is at uh, 4,145 feet above sea level. I've been told it's quite scenic up there. So if you can tolerate the climb, no doubt the imagery will make it well worth it. My goal is to maybe one of these days uh, broadcast live here on Blabbing in the Bluegrass from uh, high atop that mountain. So, (laughs) you know, you got to aim high in life. You got to be goal oriented. So uh, I'll keep working on that and we'll see what happens. So Harlan County is the home of the state's highest elevation point. The lowest elevation point would be on the total opposite end of the state in Fulton County. Shock, shock, right on the Mississippi River. That is the state's lowest elevation point in Fulton County at a mere 257 feet above sea level. And that is right where Kentucky meets Missouri. So quite a contrast there in uh, elevation, as well as distance as they are on total opposite ends of the state so uh, tune me back in next week give me another chance we'll have another bluegrass brain buster Uh, be sure and facebook me send me your feedback via messages and comments on my all-new blabbing in the bluegrass facebook page and we encourage you to like and follow this as well you can also hit me up via email it's uh, bluegrassblabbing at gmail.com b-l-u-e-g-r-a-s-s b-l-a-b-b-i-n At gmail.com. Now, folks, it's a great time of year. Yes, it's quite a bit different here in 2020, but let's enjoy our family. Let's enjoy the festivities, even though they will be more sparsely attended than they normally are. Let's take some time to step back and appreciate the things that we have to be thankful for. All too often, we dwell on what we don't have and we take for granted what we do have. So, Let's relax, reflect, bond with those we love, and count our blessings. And enjoy the festive food. Hopefully, your spread will feature plenty of comfort food. And come on back next week for another riveting round. Until then, do me a favor keep laughing, keep smiling, and keep blabbing in the bluegrass. Because we're blabbing, we're blabbing, blabbing in, in the bluegrass. Grass With a fit for every taste, precious time is not to waste.